So very recently, I was able to have what I call a creative marathon. And that's just a, just a name I give to, um, to a day or multiple days where I end up having um, a lot of focus on, on a project. And that project tends to be not like a main thing that I typically do day to day, day in, day out. Maybe I get to um, poke at it, nibble at it, whittle once in a while or infrequently or on a uh, sort of chaotic, difficult to determine schedule. But this, you know, it, in, in this circumstance of a creative marathon, it's a, it's a bigger chunk of time. Um, <clears throat> even if it is only one day, I, uh, it's, I mean, it, it, it takes resources. It takes coordination and uh, figuring out uh, time and space as far as when that makes sense for myself and my family. So I recently, just this last weekend, had a creative marathon that was scheduled for my game project uh, to Pizza Team. There's more to the title of it and whatnot, and I've, I've mentioned it and posted about it a bit in recent times, where uh, To Pizza Team is, uh, it's both a game and a story, and the game is uh, a bit of a, a mashup of a couple of things that I enjoy, which would be a brawler. So think of things like uh, Golden Axe, the the classic one from from the eighties, where you're you know some kind of warrior traversing a horizontal landscape um, using uh, well physical confrontation to get through obstacles and. Well, there's a bit of that. Then uh, I'm working on narratively putting a bit of a twist on that and having some some story imbued there. But then also, uh, I really enjoy the the game uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That's another that that's one from that I I played. I think it was on multiple platforms, but I played it on the Sega Genesis, and it's uh, I mean it's still playable. I don't know if it's around on those sort of um, you can you can buy like a modern miniature version of the the Genesis system and I don't and it comes with a bunch of games and it might end up have, maybe it made that curated list I don't know but um, let's see where is it possible to play that I'm not sure where it's easily possible to play it nowadays if you don't own the original stuff but I imagine there's a way anyway zombies ate my neighbors. It's not your typical brawler uh, beat-em-up. It's actually sort of a, um, I guess it's a, it's a, almost like a Zelda shooter thing where it's sort of a, um, you're traversing a landscape, dealing with, you know, locked doors and buildings and yards and pools and, um, and, and treacherous, anything from like prickly bushes to um, like some kind of, dangerous stuff on the ground. But amidst all this landscape, you have, um, well, some opponents, and those are, well, zombies. And, well, they're trying to eat your neighbors. And you get to rescue the neighbors and whatnot in in the midst of all this. So I kind of like that dynamic, and I would like to have it be a little more um, than than like a score mechanic. So I'm exploring that. In, in my design, but uh, in the meantime, what I'm doing to get there is 
Well, you got this world where I put out a mini comic that gives a glimpse into it earlier this year where you've got um, the possibilities of essentially sentient food and sentient other stuff where um, in, in, the, um, in the mini comic uh, Two Pizza Team in a situation called No Trash Talk, uh, well, you got the pizzas just trying to do a job at the restaurant that they work in. And that job is to, well, take out the trash. Turns out that goes that goes sideways. And so you've got these other characters, the uh, the refuselings and the refuse king. And so, yeah, of course that's going to, you know, they're going to be in the game. And, you know, multiple factions, different sides, maybe plenty of way to identify what the different sides and whatnot. And, and now here you have a potential sort of um, team, two-sided brawler mixed with Zombies Ate My Neighbors, mixed with other stuff that I'll share uh, in the future. That's in the design. And in the meantime, I'm just, I'm working on uh, essentially using the Unity environment to, um, well, with also some tools and stuff that I've adopted in there, some, some assets from the Unity asset store that uh, then mixed with my own work to, to, to be the, the different visuals and sound and whatnot, and also some code to change the gameplay and rules. Um, I'm trying to work with essentially like a f- somewhat baked game engine, not fully, I would say fully, fully baked, but um, in that metaphor I mentioned a, an episode or two ago, where if you think of something that's very raw versus, you know, very fully cooked, it's, um, you know, something that's further toward fully cooked. And then adding my own ingredients and, and refining it to help me get something in market, you know, a lot faster than if I needed to build every single little thing. But then, of course, I mean, there's assumptions that drove the um, the assets that I'm that I'm using that don't quite match the game design I have, and so I'm I'm prodding around with it to see what um, what needs to change. And of course, I mean, the the baseline of that being a very different art style and, um, you know, additional choices and gameplay layered on top of this, this situation that, that, uh, gives me a bit of a boost. Um, so yeah, I think, I mean, this is, uh, this is some, like where I landed. Um, I think I described a bit earlier, Choosing among Unity versus a variety of other tools, Unity wins as far as being more cross-platform. And uh, um, I would say it's it's so strong at that. It's like if you want to release a game that that's not just on uh, one platform, it is such a giant strength of Unity that it's it that alone puts it in the running. I think for for anyone to consider. And then I decided, hemmed and hawed, debated myself about how in order to you know, customize the logic within uh, within Unity, I it, it ended up, it took me so long to make this choice. I would say multiple years, to be honest, because I've considered Unity way before this project and always set it aside because of my language, of coding language preferences, where I really enjoy coding in either well, primarily Python, but then if not Python, then JavaScript. And that's, they were never like 
I, I would say the 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 dominant, well-supported, widely community-adopted things for unity. So that it was there was never like the strong sense of like, oh yeah, totally. Your your things you're into, you know, like the way you you're into crafting um, logic and behavior. Come on in, yeah, you're you're. This is this is for you too. So that yeah, that that signal being absent, unity was always on this periphery of going. Mm, shrug, I don't know, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. And uh, it, it just, but pragmatically, it wins so extremely well as far as being reliably cross-platform, meaning um, you can build a game that has some tweaks and difference, differences in, in settings and whatnot in order to work on different systems, but those tweaks are pretty small and not the the porting it is not that extreme and for the most part you it's it's roughly equivalent to saying save as on your project and all of, all of a sudden it, it's it you can pop out different uh outputs that run on different platforms it's um that's a very impressive feat so anyway here i am in the unity world exploring and then it has other, you know, like the other positive side effect of Unity is the, well, okay, the whole asset ecosystem, the giant community, et cetera. And I shared the, a lot of this rationale on another um, update recently. But here I am I, with, a, um, with a creative marathon on my hands, uh, continuing this project that I don't touch on a, like a daily basis, right? It may be, uh, it may be one to, or more weeks between when I, when I actually pick this thing up. So one of the things I did during this last session was, um, you know, it's revisiting my to-do list, which at the time was all um, sticky note based and just hanging out in my little office space here. And um, so I transitioned that to something that I've talked about before when it comes to like being able to easily will on a project. And I transitioned that to uh, a to-do markdown file and a change log markdown file, then also a readme slash documentation markdown file. And so between those three files, I have like a, a trail of decisions and intentions and past effort that add up to, okay, I see where I've been. I see where I want to go. And some particular things like, how do I get... What's the quick way to, to, to use my... Um, so I, I chose the, the tool for animation, uh, Creature Pro, and um, practiced it a little bit within the last year, um, feel comfortable enough where, I mean, essentially Creature Pro is, is a, um, it's an animation tool, and you use uh, you know, two-dimensional two sprite components like um, sections of an arm, leg, torso, head, all that, whatever section, sections you, you wish to make. And now you can, uh, you can construct what's more or less a digital puppet. And you, because you give, the, um, you give the puppet bones, you assign bones to these different sections of the, you know, the image that you are, the, the images that, that you bring together. Um, and then now you can, you can animate them with, with um, I mean, essentially um, what's, forward and inverse kinematics and uh, frames and other things like uh, motors 
it's it's a pretty interesting tool and i've 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 dabbled and scratched the surface of it but even with the dabbling and scratching the surface it's i found it pretty quick and efficient to create things like a walk cycle running jumping um punching blocking all that kind of stuff and that was some of the stuff where where i had some cycles done before this creative marathon and then i was able to put you know put more work in and getting more of those things done and then go through the whole like what's the cycle of like i guess it's been many weeks since i've actually imported a new animation into the current game prototype how does that work again and i would go i looked at my old notes and i you know stumbled through the process again and and you know made that happen because more or less i'm using um instead of game object puppets where all those like asset parts remain separate and then the game engine could do physics on the different parts of the puppet and all that i i didn't i chose not to to go that route i chose to essentially export from creature a um a sprite sheet that or um or a series of frames of the animation that then i bring in to unity and um in unity i i'm using this um Oh, what's it called? I think it's called Sprite Factory. And that's this other glue in the whole mix that um, that works well for me. I know Unity has its its own built-in tools for, for frames and animation and all that. And changing animation states um, and controlling how the switching happens back and forth, the transitions between animation states. I don't find that the, uh, the, the most friendly and easily adopted portion of Unity. And, um, and thankfully, the, the robust, complex community out there, like I found, well, Sprite Factory, and, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy a license for it. It's, it's worked out quite well. Because I can go back and forth and say like, yeah, this run animation isn't quite working. And I'll make a, a, a quick tweak in Creature Pro export it, import it again with Sprite Factory into Unity. And it's, I, you know, I'm pretty pleased with, with how fast I can do that and um, the overall uh, results. So, so here I am um, working through this combination of documentation and reconnection with, with past process and doing refinements, creating new assets and all that stuff. And then, of course, like, while doing a bit of documenting and, and um, making it easier so that in in the ongoing sessions where I continue to whittle here and there with anything is like 5, 10, 15 minutes uh, at a time all the way up to once in a while. And uh, so in recent times, it's it's been like once a month where I have the opportunity to do a, a creative marathon on this. Uh, and I'll just keep pushing this project forward. So... This last creative marathon feels like a pretty, um, pretty good success. Uh, I, I think the overall scope of the game is is um, seems reasonable for what I'm trying to do. The tools I've chosen seem reasonable and 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 workable. Uh, some big open questions down the road as far as once I start getting toward, um, you know, really trying to improve the assets and tightening things down, I might collaborate with an animator. I might collaborate with a musician. Like these are two roles that are hanging out there that I, that I think are pretty likely 
that I could uh, I could reach out to. And I have, you know, I've got some folks in mind that might do that. We'll see if they're available. But um, you know, essentially paying a, paying someone to help me out. We'll see because before I I, I cross that threshold, I want to have uh, enough confidence in the ideas, the design, and overall approach where that would be money well spent. As awesome as it is to collaborate with other folks, I don't want to, um, as a, a small business person, spend that money uh, too soon or willy-nilly. So, um, yeah, that's overall an update uh, about Two Pizza Team. It's continuing the, the whole game design and development conversation that, I, that I've been wanting to post about in this month's Art Sound Off. And I, yeah, I think that's, that's about the status of, status of things. Uh, more to come and more choices, I think, to drill into further. Like I could really describe a lot more about what I like and have learned or was puzzled or challenged by and I'm looking to learn more about with uh, Creature Pro. Um, and of course, I mean, yeah, Unity is this giant thing that I could, could uh, share more about my, uh, what I've explored so far. We'll see. More to come, and um, I'll take a look at, at, uh, at my list as far as what I want to cover in these posts. And, well, what am I doing, right? This is, a, this is an audio journal. This is um, a lot of times I, you know, hi, I'm Rob Stenzinger, and this is the Polytechnicast. And, and I use this thing as a, um, just literally as a journal to be like, I had this experience, and I want to be able to, to share it and remember it and reflect on it at some point in the future. And that's um, and and that whole process is one of the reasons why well Jersey Droz and I started this thing I mentioned called Art Sound Off, and well we challenge ourselves and invite anyone else who wishes to join in to do this kind of thing where maybe you're sharing posts about stuff you learned or um, or, or other sorts of uh, analysis reflections unpacking of your experience making whatever you make, and then seeing well. What's that like? What do you get out of it? And then for folks who feel comfortable doing so, posting it publicly and then, you know, associating, uh, you know, post it along with the hashtag art sound off. And then there you go. Others can follow along pretty easily. Um, and it can take, a, you know, whatever form, audio, video, what have you, um, lots of ideas and thoughts uh, and prompts about that at artsoundoff.com. And you can see what other folks have been posting via Twitter, especially, um, and the hash, do, do a search for the hashtag art sound off. So, um, I've got more, you know, more things to cover. I'm going to try to do a post for every single day this month of November and, um, you know, more video game topics, more user experience topics. And, um, yeah, we'll see whatever uh, feels natural and, and makes sense to cover next. But for now, um, if, you, if you have any thoughts or reactions to this, uh, hit me up via Twitter where I am at Rob Stenzinger, including my, my DMs, and uh, those are open for now. And then uh, via email, I am rob.stenzinger at stenzingersoftware.com. Thank you very much for listening.